Yeah! Speaking of the things we got into this weekend, yeah. now, did you make any of the uh, recommendations that I gave you? Uh, made all of them. Good. I did it Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I took <laughs> the day header. off. Okay, here's my question for you. You okay. said you had a new game plan. How did it go? You were telling us that you're going to do an early dinner on Friday so then you could caught, catch yeah, the Giants it didn't and the Dodgers. It, it, it fell apart. Well, like most normal people, I didn't want to go to dinner at 4 o'clock. <laughs> so it kind of. Why does he do that? <laughs> I, I don't understand why you do that. Do what? Why do you exaggerate that far off? What do you mean? Unbelievable. Go ahead, finish no, your point. You, you, no, no, I no, was, you I was finish planning your on doing it, okay. and my wife got home from work, and mm-hmm. it was she got home around 4, mm-hmm. and like I said, I hey, I'm before, not hungry. I like, just had lunch it out. It was one of those, um, you know, we should go. There's a lot going on tonight. I'd like to watch the Dodger game. There's uh-huh. some other things that we wanted to get to, and we're like, it's 4.15. Yeah. We can't go out to dinner right now, so we waited till about 6, and we, we still got to the restaurant. was still empty. Oh, so we, you went, so you did oh, do did. 6 yeah. o'clock. So we went at 6, uh-huh. and I sent you guys the picture of my martini. Um, you and Funches apparently were on your way to Vegas. You didn't respond. Only Emmy, only Emily had Here's the, the common courtesy to respond. This to is what text. I don't need in a text chain. What? I don't need you 30 minutes after you send the text yeah. calling me out why I haven't responded yet. Can I have a second? 30 minutes. I mean, I don't know about you, Funches. But for him to go at me on a Friday night for not responding, oh, he went at me right too. when he yeah. texts you guys, both, yeah. of, both of us, yeah. He said Sliwa must be sleeping, and I don't know what he's at about. Funch. I'm off the clock. <laughs> oh, we're that guy. Okay, yeah. it's business only on this show. Business I only had on this an show. Out of office message My coming back to you. Goes to block. I should have had an out of office message to you, man. One genius right there. Out of office. An yeah, out of office good. on a text. I'm just sorry. excited that the olives were the proper size. The yeah, you, you were excited about that. It was the right glass. Okay, so it was the right olives. It was good. We had a, we had a wonderful. You night. took a page out of my book on Friday. I took a page out of your book on Saturday. Mm. This is a little bit later of a dinner. Okay, what time was the dinner at? Your, what time was my reservation? No, don't say yours. As in, like <laughs> well, I created this. I'm just saying in general. Uh, you had a 7:30 reservation. 8:15. Okay, that's that's late actually kind of late. It's a late one. Yeah, and nothing like. Grabbing a full steak at nine and then trying to go to bed at ten thirty. Oh, that was the one you sent me with the giant bone in the steak. That yeah, thing that's looked amazing. That's the one. Right that there. looked really good. That was a good one. Yeah, I was impressed. How how much did they overcook it for you? You know what? I let me tell you exactly what I told them. Let me tell you exactly what I told them. Uh-huh. I said, "What do you recommend?" And he said, question. "Medium rare or medium." Mm-hmm. I said, "Medium it is." And I'll tell you what. I said, "Damn good steak at medium." <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't overcooked. It's nice. Like the 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 idea of a steak is to have it be juicy and flavorful. It's like Jack Link's beef jerky. I'm like, oh, this is good. This if is you good. need if you need the teeth on your knife to really tear into it, then you've probably done it. Uh, okay, can I say one more thing? This is the final you can one. Say as many things as you'd like. Al. You know how you know how, you you saw the picture, right? Mm-hmm. The the this is a ribeye, bone in ribeye, bone in ribeye, right? So bone is there. Yeah. Are you doing any damage to the bone? No. I, I I I so I got a little bit of a deal. I the bone. I understand the bone is the flavor and all this stuff. The bone is kind of gross when you really start to work your way. Through okay, it. so it has nothing to do with the fact that you're at a restaurant and there's other people around, or is it because the taste of what you're having? I just don't want to gnaw on the bone. I just can't get there. Funches got to be honest. Amateur. Did you gnaw the bone? There's a time I picked up that bone. (laughs) Nothing I could do. Barbarian. There's nothing I could do. I was ready to take my shirt off and just start walking around (laughs) and just, I don't know. What? I got a big bone in ribeye. First of all, 
the amount you pay for that steak, that's number one. The second yeah, thing is it's just so damn good. The, the 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 meat that's left on the bone that you can't get with a knife. It's it it looked right. You you did a good job with that steak. I'm not when you get it right, I'm gonna give you credit for getting it right. No, you're not. Yeah, sure. No, you're not. Why are you I looking at me like that? I don't like believe that, that at all. <laughs> Travis Lee, it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, <laughs> Darb in the OC writes, Trav, with today being Tuesday, but sort of Monday, will you be doing Ask Slee and when? So many changes. Please advise. Yeah, I I, I do feel like we're it's off back a day. tomorrow. Well, it's it's if you you know when you're holding a sneeze and you just don't feel quite right for the mm-hmm. rest of the day, like you get one of those that goes <clears throat> and you don't get to release it. That's kind of what not doing ask Slee we'll right out fine. of the weekend is. We'll be fine. We that includes me. Therefore, no, that's not how it's going to work. All right. So Peter King wrote a really good piece uh, this weekend talking about the Rams, and one of the lead sentences kind of the lead of the whole thing was Mm -hmm. he talked about how sean McVay is one of the smartest offensive brains in the nfl okay okay which i agree with he talked about how having matthew stafford here allows him to call anything on his play sheet which i agree with Mm -hmm. that it allows him to do things without having to worry about mistakes being made uh early in a game that's going to kind of eliminate some optionality for can i interrupt you for a second please why is that article any different than every other article we've read since that trade because this one came as closest to telling you the truth this one came as close and the truth is this that no one wants to say it because it's rude no one wants to say it because it's it's. But they've been saying un- it. Not what they're saying is Jared Goff wasn't smart enough to figure out Sean McVay's offense. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. All all of this code stuff, brightest offensive mind can call anything on the play sheet is code for Jared Goff wasn't smart enough to run the offense. So indirectly, about, they've been saying it. Whispered about, mm-hmm. implied, suggested. Well, if Jared Goff can do this, that what they're saying is is that Sean McVay was trying to fight a fight with one of his hands tied behind his back because his quarterback couldn't stop making the same mistake right out of the shoot. That he's Sean McVay wants to do algebra and he has to do basic addition and subtraction with Sean with with Jared Goff every week. Hey Jared, okay, one plus one equals two, right? Cool. Okay. Now we're gonna solve for X. What what's one plus one again? That's what we were going back to every single week. You know what I can't wait for about this season? We we were talking about this. What do you mostly if you had a word to describe the upcoming Ram season? Mm-hmm. And I said curious. There's a curiosity because that's all I've been fed. And I'm not saying that this is wrong. I'm not saying that Jared Goff obviously wasn't the issue. I'm not. I I think most people would say that they feel so much more optimistic with Matthew Stafford coming in that a lot of the problem that the Rams had, you you reached a plateau unless you changed that quarterback. Somebody else came in and stopped. You know, you were saying this, I think last week you were saying that one of the things Sean McVay does, I run this play to set up my next one. And then that one's going to set up the next one. Well, he kept having to go backwards because... Um, I didn't set anything up because my quarterback threw it to the wrong team. Okay. He, so, he read the wrong guy. But, he went the wrong way. The play didn't work for a variety, but it all comes back to the guy wasn't didn't have enough horsepower to do it. And not physical horsepower. Mm-hmm. Maybe, That's maybe, the issue. Maybe this, maybe this is what it comes down to. It comes down to the fact that that trade went down basically right as the end. Of, I think it was in February that that trade went down. And you've had this much time to talk about how great Stafford's going to be, how much Jared Goff was a problem. And here we are. We had three preseason games. We got to see nothing, right? You always said they're not going to show their cards. And then now we're finally in the first week of September, and we got games coming up this weekend. When I say the word to describe the Rams is you're curious, there's Mm -hmm. curiosity, 
I'm just so sick of talking about that same subject. I want to see it. It's a weird mix of emotions. There's curiosity for sure. There's a little bit of apprehension. There's a little bit of uncertainty. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of sure. um, anticipation. But look, they've pa- they've painted themselves into a really interesting spot. And I'm not even talking about draft picks and money. That, no. That's obvious. You're right? talking about the perception? I'm talking about if this if Matt Stafford comes out and is somewhere between okay to not okay, now what? I thought I thought the problem was you spent that Jared the whole Goff time pointing so the dumb. finger there. I thought mm-hmm. Jared Goff's too dumb to run in the offense. Jared Goff didn't have this, and Matt Stafford now he's got the full capabilities. He's got his full play. Okay, but what if it doesn't? Now what? Now now whose fault is it? And you're not coming off you know three four seasons of well we haven't made the playoffs in five years and we've had no success. You've actually had some some tremendous success. I, look. They're exactly like the Dodgers and Lakers, with one exception, and that is that they don't have a championship in the ver- their very near history. Right? They got close. They, they, you know, they were down. What was it? Three points in the fourth quarter, going up against the Patriots mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. They were really close, but the the rest of it is the same. the The Rams could go what's seventeen games? Let's say they go fourteen and three, thirteen and four, something really, really impressive. It's going to be met with a, sounds good. What are you doing? Yeah, really <laughs> nice. Season. Good job, guys. We're going to win playoffs. the division, but. Okay, it starts right now. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers have put together a great season by any measure. They're going to win over 100 games, more than likely, which is tremendous. And it's going to be, ugh, when do the playoffs start? Better not lose that first one. Better not lose to the Giants in the division round. You know, you better be a get failed back season, to the World Series. Period. Same failed thing season. with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, the whole thing, regular season doesn't matter. Get healthy, get healthy. The Rams are kind of in a similar spot. That The regular season will kind of get a feel for what you're talking about, Al. But what they do in the regular season isn't nearly as important as what they need to do. And by the way, division round last year, that's not nothing. That's a pretty deep run sure, in the postseason. Sure. The only There's two steps left, conference championship, Super Bowl. That's a pretty – never mind the bar, right? Oh, you got to clear mm-hmm. the bar. It's the floor. The floor is the NFC championship. Mm-hmm. That's as bad as you can do where people are going to look at it. And the pressure on the quarterback, the pressure on the head coach, it's real, man. That, that's why That's why I say, and I'm not you know, sitting here saying that, oh, my gosh, another article kind of – I don't want to say saying the same thing, but we've been fed a lot of that all offseason, and it's nobody's fault. It's because you've had, like we said, the, t- the trade happened in February. Well, what else are you going to talk about? I mean, this is this is the story of the offseason. It's obviously the story for the Rams. And now, you know, fortunately, we're going to get that opportunity Sunday night, see the first game. But it's going to take five, six, seven weeks to 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 really kind of understand, all right, how is that trade panning out? It, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Much like we saw UCLA beat LSU, right? There's there's different called strategies. It. It, called it. It, it wasn't totally unprecedented. Did not call it, by the way. Very few people did. But it was yeah. also one of these deals where you look at it, you say, okay, UCLA, can they beat them? Yeah, they can. They they've got they they run the ball really well. They got a pretty mm-hmm. good defense. Is LSU a little overrated because they're SEC? Yeah. Keep in mind, LSU was five hundred last year. They were not very mm-hmm. good. Ed Orgeron I, mm-hmm. is that guy that has gotten bounced from other places because once the what's the word? Uniqueness of his situation. I'm out, you know, nice, nice blue shirt. Once you hear all of that kind of stuff, once you and, and he had another one. This was his sissy blue shirt from the weekend. Bring, hey, hey, bring your Okay, like it's it's great theater, but Nick Saban's not getting into it with some guy on the sidelines. Well, can I say this? That the theater you're talking about before that game started, that's going around on Twitter, right? Everybody has seen that. And the only thing I'm saying to myself, Trap, I don't know what you thought, but I thought UCLA is gonna get ran. 
That that's what I thought when the when the head that coach they get blown out. Yes, yeah. I'm just kind of thinking in my head. First of all, it's LSU, right? It's it's an SEC team, like you're saying. Here you got Ed Orgeron working his way into the Rose Bowl, and you know getting chippy with a fan. <laughs> and I love just kind of play it one more time, Funches. And I know people have go. heard it, I but gotcha. mm-hmm. hey, 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 bring your sword. That's your head coach. <laughs> I would think the whole locker room's fired up, but obviously it worked out. Well, the here, other here's way. the deal: when it's roll tide, what bleep you? That that's yep. fun because you just killed Alabama. Yeah, that's fun. But Our you're coach playing is fired UCLA. Up. You're having you're not a good playing time. Alabama. You're feeling it right. UCLA is UCLA. You know what UCLA is going to do in the next three weeks? Lose to a team they're not supposed they're to lose to. They're going to lose to Fresno State on Saturday. It's, it's the most UCLA thing that they could. <laughs> it's ever not even do a UCLA history. thing. It's a Pac-12 thing. Every time they get a good win, that's followed by two bad losses. Yes, but UCLA holds the copyright on that. You, you, UCLA is the team. They're sending that, out a cease and desist if anybody else does it. <laughs> hey Stanford! Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't lose. That's to, our move. You can't lose to that's Kansas our State. Move. That's our thing. <laughs> Washington losing to Missouri or uh, Montana, I should say. That's not your deal. That's what we do. This is UCLA gets a nice win at the beginning of the season. Then they get a really good win, Yellow mm-hmm. Shoe. And it's like, here we go. Chip Kelly turned the corner and lost to Fresno State. <laughs> you, you can were, feel hey, it coming. You were on Friday or on – yeah, on Friday, you were spending time playing a Clay Helton clip. Yeah. And then you were spending time playing at Orgeron. So you were definitely going out of your way to talk about how much you love that chippiness from, from Ed O. And I just say that because <laughs> – I'm telling you, man, coming into Saturday when I heard that, and obviously it falls flat on his face on this one, I'm with you. I want my head coach talking like that before a game. It's time for our Stat Hero Weekend Hero. So we're getting ready, right? Yeah. Our, our, our fantasy football against each other is coming up. We're going to use Stat Hero. We're going to so th- this is how it's going to work. Every so single week. Every single week, Travis and I will go heads up against each other. And then by Monday, I'll talk about how I won. Um, everybody here, <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll Funches, Emily, they all know, like, I'm the fantasy guy, right? I'm the fantasy guy. By the way, I have a draft later tonight. Let's just say uh, I got some work to do. Don't I call Funches. He's off the clock. This is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually in the same draft. We're in the same draft, Zuba. That's uh, right. Funches. Emily, Emily, did you get invited to the draft? Well, it's, we're, not, not. we're not Neither the commissioners. We're Neither not the commissioners. Okay, we're not. We're not. That's that's no, the only piggybacking off the sales side over here. Selective. Yeah. That's the only term that I could use is we're not the commissioners. <laughs> I think Brawny's still on it. Like it's an old one. You got you got some different people that's fine. on there. You guys go have your little fantasy football league over there. I'll you play don't want to play here. anyway. Me I'll and Travis will have our own. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. The official Trav- fantasy partner of Travis and Emily, Stat Hero. <laughs> You're not invited to the the other one. All right, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage go to stathero.com slash 710 espn for 300 percent back on your first play all right coming up at 11 30 11 30 that's going to take me a little bit of time to get used to sleep we got another fact or cap plus the lakers added an old guy the nets added an old guy just going back back and forth here between the nets which, and the lakers which old guy falls asleep first that's next travis and sliwa 710 espn Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you see the uh, nope, didn't see it. picture that the station tweeted out of you in the Rams helmet today? I did see that. <laughs> it's my new favorite picture. You know, the first thing I thought of <laughs> right when I saw that is athlete. That's what went through my mind. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I just said to myself immediately, by the way, can I say this? Uh-huh. How great was it when we were out there and you had the helmet on for way too long? Oh, I got a little sweaty. No, no, no. Not even the too sweaty. Then they had you take it off and they're like, hey, let's continue doing videos. And there were just marks all over your head. We just had to wait for like, what do we do? Do we tell the Rampage. people running SoFi, hey, we need another half hour out here. Don't. Don't have Aaron Donald come out or do anything that he needs to do. <sighs> so the list of similarities between myself and Peyton Manning is exactly one thing long. Okay. We both have giant foreheads. Mm-hmm. And I had that red square in the middle of my forehead just like Peyton Manning does. And I didn't look good. And I, and I accept the fact that I didn't look good. And one last thought on this picture. It's you and your football helmet. I'm standing next to you laughing and pointing, yeah. which is my favorite part of the yeah, picture. Yeah, no, that's... that's... <laughs> What a partner. <laughs> but here's the part that really makes me a little uncomfortable. What do you got? Why is my head bigger than yours and you're wearing a football <laughs> helmet? That <laughs> That's not a great look for me. Like, I know that the eyes will be drawn to you in the yeah. helmet, but once yeah. you really start to analyze this, my head is bigger than a football helmet. That's a problem. I just did the – I hit the notifications. It was off my feed, and then I just kept moving. <laughs> Just kept moving. <laughs> I didn't analyze it. You like didn't you want did. to get that too that deep into it. All right, let's try a quick phone call here. Oh, let's try Dave in Torrance on the Dr Pepper call in line. Dave, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Travis, I believe you're wrong about Jared Goff and his being stupid. Okay. Uh, he's got more touchdowns and less interceptions than this fainted. Kurt Warner in the same amount of time with the team, and if anybody who has got a little bit dumb, it would be the coach and the uh, general manager who gave him that big old contract, don't you think? Well, that that's a different conversation. Yes, I think that, and, and we'll get to that. Here, here's, here's what I'm getting at. Let me be clear. I'm not saying Jared Goff is dumb. I'm saying that the reasons that are being put out there are making it sound like Jared Goff is dumb. Jared Goff did not do himself any favors where his first kind of public appearance here in L.A., speaking of hard knocks, Funch, when the Rams were back in L.A. that first season, after they made him the number one pick, he goes up in the blimp and he's like, the sun rises in the east like every day. It's a bad look. It was a bad and, – and I get it, but it was one of those – Only on the weekends. I, I thought this guy went to Cal. Like, I thought he's pretty mm-hmm. bright. And, and I'm not saying Jared Goff is stupid. That's not the point. The, the point is you either can get an offense or you don't. And if you don't get it, the coach is kind of hamstrung in what you can do. And that position is – you can't – I'm just going to use this as an example. The quarterback position, it's like the point guard not knowing, okay, right. I, I, I'm having difficulty T- running plays. Times a thousand because mm-hmm. in basketball, you can kind of freewheel it, get it to LeBron, everything's going to work. In, in football, if all 11 guys don't know what's going on, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And – it's not my opinion that Jared Goff didn't understand the offense. I've read everything everybody has written, and you can't get a, a paragraph into a story about Matt Stafford where the following isn't said about him. Well, it's going to allow Sean McVay to use every tool in his mm-hmm. toolbox. That's saying that he didn't before. Why not before? Because the quarterback was incapable of doing it. 
It's not my opinion. It's what everything is being said about this. As far as your point about giving up the money, yeah, that was that went really poorly. You don't give a guy $100 million and trade him along with two first-round draft picks five minutes after the fact, which they did. But I will say this. I love that they covered it up. You know, And that covered it up is the wrong word. They, they didn't say, well, we've already spent this money. we gotta, we got to live with it. They said, we spent this money. It was bad money. We made a mistake. Let's move on. we got to fix it. Let's we, move we on. we got to move on. Mm-hmm. So I give them credit for that. Yeah, listen, we'll kind of get through this, and this is the first week we're going to actually have NFL football. So let's see how some of it pans out. Just as much – I'll tell you this, Trav. If it doesn't pan out, if it doesn't work out, if you know the NFC West continues to be – uh, an incredible challenge, and Arizona takes a step in the right direction, and San Francisco has a good year, and Seahawks are the Seahawks, and and it just it's not the season for the Rams. I don't believe that that's going to happen, but let's just say that that it can happen in the NFL. There's going to be a lot more question marks that will start getting pointed at the front office, at Sean McVay, at why are you making these decisions? But right now, it's a clear path to say, now nah, was that other quarterback that we had? Who else is over 35 years old that the Lakers can sign? It seems like that's kind of you and me. Their jam, DeAndre Jordan. It's not just them. I no, it's not just them. But they seem to have really gone all in on that. DeAndre Jordan is expected to join the team after the buyout with the Pistons is done. He can make his way to L.A. Lamarcus Aldridge is going back to Brooklyn after Paul Millsap is going to go. Yep, Paul Millsap and Dwight Howard and all Trevor Ariza and Carmelo Anthony and all of these guys that have been around the block a few. You times You know why this is okay for both back. teams? You know why it's okay for both teams? Mm got their stars right I mean you got it's one thing if you're a team that's depending on Carmelo Anthony being your second best player I let me let me just actually say this because last week Funches and I were doing Lakers talk and it was when the rumors were coming out about DeAndre Jordan I was actually kind of making a case that I'd rather actually prefer Marcus all over DeAndre Mm -hmm. and I was I was a little surprised that there were a lot of Laker fans that felt kind of the same way but that's not really the conversation. The conversation is, you know, here are the Lakers. They're really taking a page from that championship that they had a couple of years ago. Because DeAndre is the closest thing to JaVale McGee that you're going to have yes. on that purpose. Dwight, you already brought back. Obviously, Rondo is there. It's kind of the piece here. I, I will say between the Lakers and the Nets, you know, you were throwing this question out there. Who's less likely to make the finals between the Nets or the Lakers? When you say it's a it's an arms race between these two teams, no question about it. It is. I mean, I, I don't know about you. It's the most. It's the best storyline in the NBA. The first preseason game is Lakers and Nets. Mm-hmm. Like that never happens. You play an Eastern Conference team. It's usually the Suns, the Warriors, the Kings. You just kind of stay all. <laughs> right. Everybody just stays local. So I, I say that because you got these two squads that are both. Um, both have the pressure of you either won a championship or was a complete failure. What path is easier? You think the East or the West? I, I think they're about the same. I think the West is probably a little deeper. There's probably a few more sharks in the tank there. But it, what's funny, we can talk about DeAndre Jordan. You can talk about LaMarcus Aldridge and all these older players that are – this entire thing turns on two guys, one on each team. Like you said, they got the stars on both teams, right? You got your three, we've got our three. Well, one of Brooklyn's stars, Kyrie Irving, is one of those, I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. If, he, if, he, if, if the best version of Kyrie shows up – he might be a top five player in the league. He's unstoppable. He's unbelievable. The player for the Lakers, Russell Westbrook. It's more about fit than it is attitude or anything like that. It's about, will those three pieces fit well together, sure, sure. leading them to play. And I know you like it. Everybody knows that I don't. But until we see it, we just don't know. Yep. We're going to have to wait to find out. 
it comes down to those two guys because Ky- Kyrie could just do Kyrie things and torpedo that team like he did in Boston, like he did in Cleveland. That He is a really unpredictable guy. And that's why I think that they're more likely to miss than the Lakers because if Russell Westbrook doesn't fit, right? Let's just let's just play out my yeah. scenario. He doesn't fit great. Okay. Well, do you have to use him a ton? No, you don't have to. It'd be weird if you didn't play him a lot, but you could find a way to use him without those other two guys. If Kyrie's not there for Brooklyn, they're still really good, but he's he's arguably the number 1A piece. You know what's funny? I actually think you take the Brooklyn Nets can still 100% make it to the NBA Finals if KD and and uh, KD and uh, James Harden are healthy. Mm-hmm. The Lakers can make it to the NBA Finals mm-hmm. if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are healthy. I feel like those two, it's just a matchup against each other. That's why you know the Lakers went out and obviously got Russell Westbrook. And uh, for the uh, for the Brooklyn Nets, it's about just kind of keeping all those pieces together. There, there's really just one team in the Western Conference. I'll just throw this out there. It's really the Golden State Warriors. That's the only team that I look at in the West. If they do something, they got that championship experience. That's the only team, Trav, that I really, really think could probably give the Lakers a run. These other teams, I don't know. They just don't do anything for me. All right, give us our answer to that, 877-710-3776. Who's less likely to miss? All right, here it is, Slee. Coming up at 1145, I'm going to tell you something that changed your life, changed my life, and everybody that's listening to us, and this is not a euphemism, it literally changed your life 42 years ago today. I'll tell you what that is. Plus, Mm -hmm. coming up next, fact or cap. Here you go. Scherzer, Dodger next year or not, fact or cap. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? With RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you cash, give you a cash offer for your vehicle, and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and even if you're just looking to trade in, Rumble On will pay cash no matter what the make or model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter the promo code RADIO to get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast bikes, faster cash. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You look good in that helmet. You should. Athletes, bro. That's what athletes do. I don't even know if screensavers still exist, but I'm turning that into mine. I don't know if we have those on our computers anymore, but your head. And you I'm, just, I'm cropping me out. It's just going to be your face 100%. inside the Rams helmet. Instantly, you look at that, and you just kind of think to yourself, easily could have played – could have been a kicker. Played I mean, what? that that the kicker thing <laughs> finish, is no question. Finish that sentence. That's number one. The second thing is, if that's not the prototypical cornerback in the league, I don't know what is. Yeah, you and Jalen Ramsey, you mm-hmm. know, just tomato, tomato. It's really, really the same guy. Fact or cap, Emily? Up first. You should see me backpedal. When I backpedal. <laughs> Change of direction, loose hips. <laughs> Okay, up first, Max Scherzer will be a Dodger after this season. Travis, is this fact or cap? Fact. 
because I want it to be. It, it, it needs to be a fact. The Dodgers have an embarrassment of riches when it yep. comes to pitching prospects mm-hmm. and current high-level major leaguers, but you've seen this guy over the last month and change. There's There are not too many things like him in Major League Baseball. He is extraordinary. The Dodgers, ha- ha- A, have the money, yeah. and two, have shown a willingness to spend that money. So Max Scherzer will be here beyond the season. Okay, Five. let's let's say this. I'm going to go pa- I'm going to go cap, but I'm going to let me paint a picture for you, Trav. Okay. Let's say they win a World Series. Max Scherzer is obviously a big part of it. Yep. The thing with the Dodgers, they're also so incredibly responsible. Can't you see another team coming out? How old is he now? 37? Sounds right. I'm going to double check while okay. you talk. Can't you see another team coming in and just paying this dude? for the next, let's say, three, four years, something along those lines, whatever the case is, and the Dodgers are just responsible enough to say, hey, we just got one. Scherzer was a big part of it. That trade deadline, there was a reason why we did it. It paid off. Let him go get paid somewhere else. We're going to continue to make smart moves. They He did, he did just turn 37 a little bit more than a month ago, but Trevor Bauer is not going to be on this team next year, sure. so there's an opening, and he is the ultimate guy to fill that. I would, I hope you're wrong. I hope that I'm right. You might, you might hope like I'm right too, because I'm talking about them winning a World Series. Yeah, they, they don't strike me as okay. We won one. Let's break it down. Let's start over again. It's it's, it's not reload that. It's and just, go again. It's just think about you know the position there. What but if Scherzer gets not, a four year deal not, somewhere it's not else? A risky proposition to sign him. The guy keeps himself in impeccable shape. Mm-hmm. He competes like crazy. Thirty seven. I, I get it, but does he look thirty seven? No, I'm not he doesn't. You give him a ten year deal. No, but if he wants a couple more years at, at top dollar. To answer your question, no, he does not look thirty seven. <laughs> he looks pretty damn good. Up next. You still bring a paper ticket with you when you go to sporting events. Alan, is this fact or cap? What do you think it is? I'm going to ask you first. <laughs> Emily, you asked Alan. I expect Alan to answer. Uh, it's fact. You um, do. Sporting of Okay, let me use this last trip I was on. I was printing everything. Like, I was printing everything. I was printing the... You know, the vaccination, I was printing, well, the vaccination, you have your vaccination card, but you're printing, you got to show a negative test, print. <laughs> your ticket, print. Like anything that was going on, I was hitting print. I'm like, why am Sir, I doing this? why do you have a binder at Can the I, uh, metal detector? <laughs> please put, guys, your, guys, please guys, put uh, your three ring binder in the bin there and was send a point, it the x There was a point machine. where my girlfriend was like, listen, everything's on my email. Just stop. You know, like just let me show them. And then we'll just move on. I'm like, that's a really good service. This whole downloading stuff. That's just smart. Whoever came up with that, they're on to something. Yeah, I it's it's uh I'm trying to think of the question here. You still bring no, that's cap. I have not brought a paper ticket in a long time. I now I will triple, quadruple check my phone for that digital ticket a million times before I go, but no, I don't need a bunch of stuff. I, I I like a nice clean pocket sleeve. I don't need a lot of things in there. I have a file cabinet in my back pocket. <laughs> Airline tickets are a little different. Like I still get to the airport and I'll print out the little boarding pass. That makes me weird. Oh yeah, no, I do that. that, that I do that. That's all different. The time. But sporting yeah, events, no, I'll go. I'll go digital. You got to make sure that phone is also fully charged. So you that's don't have to, a good you point don't lose too. That. All right, up next, UCLA has a better chance of winning the Pac-12 than USC. Travis, is this factor cap? That's cap because I've watched UCLA football for decades, and this is what they do. They have pretty good players. They will beat somebody that has you go, oh. Okay, cool. Look at UCLA. That's oh no, nope, they lost. This is what they do. So they're gonna lose to Fresno State on Saturday if if they follow their plan, which they're geniuses at. 
They'll lose to Fresno State, and then they'll stack together three or four more good wins. Yeah. They'll be like six and one. You're like, hey, maybe it's Fresno State's a bad day. Here they go, and then they'll lose again. You just lost to Arizona. That's what they do. Okay. So, no, USC has a better chance. That's all right. Cap. So, it is cap, but it's not because I have all this confidence in USC. It's because of the things that you just mentioned as well. What, what you described, we talked about this earlier, this is the Pac-12 in a nutshell, where you are rooting. If you're USC, I, I don't care. You wanted UCLA to beat LSU because you just want that opportunity down the road. You get a chance to beat UCLA. It's strength of schedule. That's a big, such a big part of college football. That's what the Pac-12 depends on. They don't depend on schools just winning outright. You're hoping and praying that the strength of schedule, because every single team at some point it seems like in the Pac-12 has at least one of those choke job losses that cost them the season. It should be on the crest. Instead of the mountains and the ocean, there should be like in, in the, the Pac-12. The Pac-12. We lose when it counts. Devastating losses weekly. <laughs> it should be like instead of the conference of champions, devastating losses weekly. We are guaranteed to disappoint you. The Pac-12. You think we've got it figured out? We don't. <laughs> Next. Okay. Uh, Cody Bellinger will make a positive impact on the playoffs. Alan, is this fact or cap? I'm gonna go fact, but I'm that going to confident. I'm going um, to. I'm going to change the question a little bit. That's not the game. Just give me a second. Let me explain. He's going to have a positive moment. He'll have one of those moments where he impacted a game one way or the other. Maybe it was on the defensive side. Maybe it's his bat, which right now him and I look exactly the same inside a batter's box. I think he's going to have a positive moment. Now, will he positively influence throughout the playoffs? That part I don't think anybody believes is going to happen, but he might have a moment. So I like that the question was, do you like chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Let me tell you about tacos. Let me tacos. change it let me, let real me, let quick. Let me tell you about tacos and where we're going with this. Um, I think it's fact. I think he's going to make a play with his glove. I, I think he's going to get out there. I think he's going to get an opportunity to do some things. And if it sounds like I'm lying to myself in an effort to get my head in a better space, that's exactly what's happening because – Positive impact with his bat feels like it would be nothing more than blind ass luck at this mm. point. That if, if the bat happens to hit his ball, maybe or the other way around, you know what I mean? It, it just he's lost. It's not a slump. They they put it on Sunday night baseball. I mean, you guys probably saw it. His MVP season and then yeah, the two seasons right. since. It's like two different people. It's like there's no way the same guy put up those numbers. He's lost. The good news is defense doesn't go on a slump, and that dude can play. The Pac twelve. Nowhere near the college football playoff. <laughs> yeah. Since 2014. <laughs> One more, Emily. One more, and this one's near and dear to my heart. Rushing the field after a win is always allowed. Travis, is this factor cap? That's cap because always is the part that makes it cap. It, no, if you're the favorite team, you don't rush the field. If you're a team that has aspirations to go be something beyond just a, we can ruin it for somebody else pac 12 then then it's it's a fact yeah. i look i i've done it when i was a freshman at uc santa barbara unlv was the number one ranked college basketball team in america number one mm -hmm. okay not number 10 or 14 or 22 number one and we beat them. The Gauchos beat UNLV. It's the last game they lost before they went to win the national championship. They, wow. they, they didn't lose again the rest of the way. Wow. That was when they smashed Duke in the championship. You were a freshman? Right? I was a freshman. And 17-year, I guess I was 18 by the time basketball yeah. season rolled around. 18-year-old Travis Rogers was out in the middle of the floor at the Thunderdome going wild, and I loved it. 
All right, it's fact. Let me tell you why it's fact anytime. I want to see rushing. I want to see game 14 this season, Lakers Suns. <laughs> I just want to see a madhouse. I want to see everybody breaking towards center court, raising up DeAndre Jordan because he got a just a key rebound. Uh, no, there's definitely rules to this. I, I'm with you on that, and I've done it. Funches, you ever you ever rushed? Never done it. Okay, it's fun. No, it's amazing. Like there's it's something fun. to it. I remember doing it at San Diego State. I forget what the game was. What the what the they probably beat New Mexico big, big State. Win over yeah, it's probably New Mexico State. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a feel to Air it that's unbelievable. That year. Can I can I just can I, watch out for Nevada? Can I just say this, Trav? Can I just say, I don't like when they're trying to stop students from rushing. They're going to rush. Like, make it easier. You know what I hate yeah, don't seeing? Don't make it harder. Make you know, it right You know what I that. hate seeing? I hate seeing on ESPN where they're, like, jumping down a story and a half to get to you know to get to the field just kind of open it up a little bit for them yeah, yeah, look let's make some exceptions i'm all for it i always know but certain situations absolutely all right coming at up at 11 55 you worried about the dodgers yet i'll tell you why you should not be out mm -hmm. i see the sweat running down your face i'm a little worried about can't you be. you have the air conditioning on here at, at 58 well, look at me and I got shorts on and a T-shirt, and it's 58, and I still would like to be a little cooler in here. So we'll get into that at 11.55. But coming up next, yeah. something that changed your life, my life, and everybody else that's listening to us. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Did you eat a lot this weekend other than your gnawing on the uh, bone-in ribeye that you had on Trying Friday? to go no carbs right now. Are you? Yeah. Trying to lean out for the uh, fall? You saw me in the football helmet. You look good. You know what it is? I, I went through a streak of just eating everything. When you go on vacation, too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, is it the eating or is it the drinking for you on vacation? No, eating. Is it the eating? Yeah. Yeah, it's both. I'm not like a... <laughs> the I'm answer not... is both. Okay, so if you're picking between the two, if somebody says, hey, you got to eat or you got to drink, I'll which eat. one are you doing? I'll yeah, eat. I'm, I'm eating too. Yeah, but I'm going to try to do both. We're not just going to let one thing go by the board. I do like the idea of what you had out there over the weekend, that send us your stuff. We I got some really good stuff. Yeah. People made a couple of the recommendations I have, so I'm fired up. I'm well, fired you should up do. You that. know what? On Friday, you should do something about recommendations on the grill. I've got something already ready to go. I made something that was so good. I will start it in like a month and a half, two on months. On Saturday we're, night. We got this Friday's lined so up good. with too much stuff, so, so I, I, we're not going to have time this Friday. So 1979, <laughs> what were you up to? 79, uh -huh. I uh, just finished <laughs> my bachelor's at um, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I just finished. I was right, a so badger. You were, you were, yep, I had a history major. You said 79, right? Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were probably not with us yet, right? Was not. Okay. 82. And so, Funches, were you alive in 1979? No. No. Emily, I know the answer for you is no. She's the uh, baby mm -hmm. of the group. She's the youngest And you were 31? I was almost. My birthday hadn't quite happened yet. I, I was eight. Okay. Um, on this day in 1979, 42 years ago, was yeah. the first ever sports center. Sports Center, think, think, hmm. think about it. And I know that people have their opinions on it. Some people still love it. My hands in the air. Some people think that it's past its prime. Whatever they, you know, they miss the days of Dan and Keith. And say, hey, I get it. That was yeah. fun too. Yeah. But it's ubiquitous. 
it's on all the time. It's almost impossible to remember a time when SportsCenter didn't exist, when ESPN <clears throat> didn't exist. You, if you follow sports, and I, I know this, this sounds incredibly self-serving because we're members of the ESPN family, but think about what sports felt like prior to ESPN. You'd wait for a game on a Saturday occasion. Here's the thing. I don't know what it feels like. It, it I was, don't, and I think many, many people don't, right? So that nobody knows a life without ESPN. I remember going over to my grandmother's who had cable. We did not have cable. We mm-hmm. would go over there, and I would see Sports Center in like the late 70s, early 80s, like, wait, this is on every day? How, 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 do I, how do I get this? This is amazing. And now it's on every day. Now you can't turn – if you like sports, you can't consume it without ESPN because they have every property there. Is you like tennis, ESPN. You like car racing, ESPN. Never mind basketball, football, baseball. Hockey's back. Every, the, the, everything that you could want is here. To think that there was a time mm-hmm. pre-SportsCenter, every sports fan watches SportsCenter. All right, let me, let me tie this back in with your favorite team. Okay, so for me, Lakers basketball, obviously, that's mm-hmm. my squad. So growing up as a kid, there was something about when your team won, the first thing you were going to go do, I'm going to go watch SportsCenter. Uh-huh. I'm going to go see those highlights. I'm going to enjoy my team winning. And then when your squad lost, what'd you do? I want nothing to do with SportsCenter. I don't want to see what what else happened in the NBA. <laughs> I don't care what happened in the NFL. That's kind of what Sports Center was. Now, listen, yeah. the days have changed. Obviously, things are different. Oh, sure. But, and the reason why I say things have changed, all I mean is okay, MLB has MLB Network, NFL Network, major or NBA uh, TV. You have different things now, platforms, whatever the case is. But I, I tell you, there was a time, and I think everybody has had this from a sports perspective. Sports Center dominated whatever after a still, game. It's still after the game, yeah, but think about it like this because I think it still does. If there was breaking news, Tom Brady blank. Yep. What are you turning on? AOL. <laughs> Waiting for the paper the next morning. Can't wait to see what's in Don't the paper. Don't say anything. Morning. Don't you say anything about what happened. I'm waiting until the morning. When is that paper going to get here? Do they do they still have the evening edition? But no, you flip on Sports Center. You yeah. flip on ESPN. Yeah. I want to see what happened. What's going on? It it just it, the the clip that Funch just played there a minute ago. It's it's just you know exactly what it is. I wonder this probably started on the TV or on the news front, but the breaking news ticker. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm assuming it it started on on news. I don't know, but I will say that there's a time and it's evolved. Now the breaking news is really Woj tweeting or Shams tweeting or something like that, uh-huh. right? Like that's that's a breaking news. But on, but then I, what do you do after you see the break? You go to TV. Mm-hmm. At least I do. But I I would you know you would kind of when it when it. Breaking news came, and let's say it was free agency or something. You were waiting on Sports Center. Oh, you yeah. were looking at the ESPN ticker and just waiting to see what happens. You guys are all too young, but I'm going to throw this out there to old school Laker fans out there right now. Okay, if you remember this, on TV, before everybody had cable, before everybody had satellite, you could get this box that would attach to your TV mm-hmm. that was called on TV, and one of it, it was like they'd have a movie every right, once in a while. It was illegal and only sold in it, the black market. It wasn't illegal. It was uh-huh. legal, but they had home Laker games on on TV, mm. and getting to see the forum with the yellow floor, Amazing. the Great Western in LA. You are you kidding me? Because the mm. only time you, you had to wait for the playoffs, did they show it live or in tape? No, it was live. And you you had to wait for the playoffs to come around, or maybe once in a while. You'd and this get a is game how you week. used to watch it. Well, I didn't have it, but some of my friends would have it. You'd go. And this there, is before like, they moved a... from Minneapolis. <laughs> George Mikan was still in the center. He was just tearing it up there. 
They only had 9,000 lakes in Bring Minnesota. Bring up Mikan's box score. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know it. His stats. Off the top of your head. All right. Are you worried about the Dodgers' Slee? You shouldn't be. Deep breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN.